clocking in to Becoming a Better Nurse podcast. I'm Rebecca. And Aaron. Together, we like to offer ideas, conversations, and solutions to help educate, elevate, and empower nurses. Oh, boy. Man, we went from uh, heroes to zero real quick in like under a year. (laughs) Well, we're coming on to our... We're in the pandemic now since 2020, so two years, and then the beginning, we were heroes. Two years. Two years seems like a decade in nursing years. It does seem like Can you remember back in March 2020 where, where people were like standing outside the hospital and they were like clapping and praising you like, oh, great, heroes work here. <laughs> heroes work in hindsight it's funny i'm not it wasn't funny back then it was actually encouraging but now like in the shit that we're in now it's like it's hysterical thinking about how generous people were back then and now it's like <laughs> nobody cares about it well that's the thing it was like i was embarrassed i mean i'm just doing my job that's yeah. it you know and i hear now we're still doing our jobs but we're complete zeros completely i mean people people are leaving left or right left and right uh, some facilities stayed pretty good at the beginning of the pandemic earlier back in March. We're in Florida, so I know it's different in every state, but in Florida, it started back in March 2020. Stock markets dropped, and uh, we had an influx of patients coming in, and it was just insane. For, some hospitals stayed pretty good decently, but I think during that time, people were reevaluating, reevaluating their career choices and what they were willing to put uh, put up with. I think the real bag holders, though, the real, <laughs> the real winners of this pandemic are the travelers. Because think about it, if you're going to be doing the same shit you're doing as a staff nurse, you might as well get paid double, triple what you're getting paid. Well, I know several went, uh, nurses that went to travel. They begged and begged for more money during the pandemic and wanted COVID pay. They were like, we need money. We, you know, all these people are making all this money. They gave the hospital plenty of opportunity to, to, to let them know, we need more money or we're going to go get somewhere else. And I know three of them that left. One was a brand new nurse. He'd been only a nurse for like eight months or so, doing really well. And then um, the other two had student loans to pay and they went off and they started traveling. And I know I follow them on Facebook and they're really happy. They met a husband, you know, one's engaged now. So it was really a good move for them. But they, they were upset. They were frustrated and they were like, you know, I need a piece of my, piece of my pie. I don't know, but it just seems like a natural a natural decision when you're thinking about the you know the fairness of things simple math i mean you're going to get screwed over with the way things are going you know the staffing and the the types of patients you're getting so i mean why not get paid you know double what you know be why not get paid double and 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 have the same type of uh, care that you're going to give you know to other people i mean you're, you'll be traveling sure why not but still it's you know you can work a 13-hour contract and earn like six figures and then you know come back home and not work for the rest of your the year so listen if you're single don't have kids uh great opportunity to do this so um obviously make sure you are aware of your conditions your financial situation all this stuff before you make that decision but it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity, a very enticing opportunity to the point where I almost actually wanted to, am considering or even wanted, wanted to. Um, I stayed in my position. Uh, I work Monday through Friday in, in the quality department, but um, it's still rough, man. I mean, 
there's a lot of people that are siphoning through the, the ER and you're constantly looking at all all their everything that's being done you're looking at everything to make sure that everything's done properly it's 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 pretty it's pretty rough I mean it's not as rough as being at the bedside but it's it's just overload of work and work and work it doesn't stop well, that's the thing about traveling is, you, you know, you're away from the bedside, babe. So you're kind of in a nice boat. It makes it, you wonder, do I want to leave this job? But people who are still at the bedside, um, you know, I, to me, it's a no-brainer if you have no attachments. For us, we still considered it. Even with a teenager, we thought, well, just travel with them. But uh, she didn't want to, and we were both willing to go back to the bedside to travel nurse because of the options available to nurses. Because we start seeing how much it's taking a toll. Like we see these memes all the time. Um, hey, um, the nurse is in the back, and you know the nurse who's not hanging in there. Please raise your hand because we're not okay. And then we see memes of like, um, uh, what's the other one we saw lately? Um, oh, you were watching this um, this Reddit thing about how nurses are, we're not okay, we need support, we're, we don't need another pizza party, and um, we really need some, some support, not just financially. We really need uh, safer, safer um, work environments. It's, it's not just in Florida. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of crap going on everywhere. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, Florida has the worst, some really bad staffing, but I, I mean, I'm in touch with people like in Texas, people in other different states, and it's just really bad everywhere. The staffing is horrible everywhere. And so a lot of people are taking travel positions to go and meet those needs, which is a great gig, but still, it's not just our state, it's throughout the entire, the, the entire country. Well, why, why work in a place that you've been working? You, it's comfort. However, you're getting all the heavy assignments. You're getting all of the emails about having to do mandatory education. You're getting all the, all the um, politics involved, but yet the travelers come in, they do their job and they leave. And then you're left to hang, to pick up the pieces. So why not, well, you know, why not go and be that travel nurse who gets to just make their money doing what they do? Yeah. And a lot of people have told me that, you know, they're tired of picking up the crap from the travel nurses. And not that travel nursing's bad. They just don't know the way it goes. When you're a travel nurse, you get one day of orientation. That's just to kind of get your get your password set up, get all that stuff, get the flow, you know, have everyone know what the, how the unit runs. But then that's it. You get a full assignment, full on, that's it. So there isn't a lot of time to learn it. So there, it's not glamorous in that sense, but... They're they're not they're not going to get the politics involved. They're not going to get the how the protocols work. They're just going to know the standard nursing protocols that every that most hospitals follow, but they're not going to know the nitty gritty politics of it. So um, they're just going to get away with coming and work. They have warm body. The short term the short term fix to a long term problem. Yeah, this I mean this is a problem that's been ongoing. The, sh the nursing staffing sh shortage has been around for decades, but like the, bringing the pandemic having this pandemic just heighten things even worse. It, I mean, just to show you how inadequately prepared we are as, as the medical profession, yeah. you know, if something happens, it's like you're compiling work on work and it's like, and then after a while, the, you know, the system doesn't know how to handle that. Like we're okay when we're 
having slow seasons or just a steady but a steady rate. But then when when an influx comes in, you know, what do you do? Um, and I don't even think you know a lot of people are prepared for that. Um, is it from the top? to the bottom? Is it coming from the tops? Do they not really understand how it goes? I, staffing's always been an issue. It's like, I mean, ever since I've been at bedside, it's, you know, you, you have a certain amount of nurses for a certain amount of patients, patient ratio. And then, I don't know, by the middle of the night, they're like, well, they're, we're not meeting the ratio, so we need to send a nurse home. And then guess what? You end up admitting two or, you know, two or three patients. And it's like, well, we could have needed a nurse. And it's like this ongoing thing. Um, Come on, guys. I mean, it comes down to the to, to profits. You know, it comes down to the to the bottom dollar. They're gonna tr try and cut the hour short. Why? Because you're trying to yeah, you're trying to save money and trying to make money. Dollars. A couple hundred dollars times twenty thousand twenty thousand staff is a lot of money for a day. Yeah, I mean, so, so are you? You're kind of. I understand. You know, we we run businesses and we have a business, but we, and you have to make sure you're, you're profiting because if not, businesses won't be able to sustain themselves. But at the same time, you gotta think about the overall safety, this, the culture of safety. So yeah, you're saving, you're, you're like, a, like, like a Scrooge, you're frugal, you're cutting bits and pieces here. And, and then over time, it might make a lot of money, but at the same time, you're, you're, you're limiting the safety and, and legality. You know, le there could be legal issues because of this if we're not properly staffing units and making sure the nurses are, are feeling supported. One out of five nurses have quit the nursing profession since the beginning of COVID. They're burnt out. They have other things going on. Um, my son is dating a nurse who has been a nurse since May of last year. She's brand new and she's overwhelmed already, already. And then we've got 20% of the nursing has retired or resigned since COVID. That's in That's only been two years. So we have... Um, inexperienced nurses, burned out nurses, nurses quitting, and then these man these healthcare um, management, senior management telling everyone, well, we appreciate your work. Yay, you're doing a great job, but we can't pay you anymore because we got to pay all these traveler nurses, basically. And it's like a huge slap in the face. And that's what's making everybody really frustrated. The new mandates come out for this COVID. And we're just talking about nursing burnout. But there's burnout for everywhere. Housekeeping, respiratory, doctors. PCTs, doctors. And we need... And we'd get, all we get is the same old shtick from management yes. all the time saying, well, we're doing what we can. We've, we've gone across the, we've gone across the country, finding the median income, you know, we'll, we want to look at the safety of the community and the, we're, we feel like we're being competitive and you're just like, it's the same old crap I heard five years ago, pre-pandemic. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's, their hands are tied because they're being told something from 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 their bosses. So you know, you can only do so much in, in your managerial position. But really, it just comes from from the top, the top top. You know, I think you know if they're gonna. I mean, think so. Th what about that article we read over the weekend? The th Theta Care and Ascension. Ascension. Can what what happened there? Just to summarize. Well. I don't know if you guys have heard, I'm sure you had, because it became pretty popular, but there was an article that seven nurses were leaving a particular unit at a place called um, Thetacare in Wisconsin. It was in Wisconsin. And so they were stopped and the, the company, Thetacare Healthcare, was suing the 
the hiring hospital and they were making the, the nurses not able to transfer. They were stopping that transfer. And everyone was like, holy crap, you know, people, the government's now stopping nurses from leaving facilities, blah, blah, blah. We'll come to find out that um, it was the it was the seven nurses and techs. There were it was a combination of, of um, employees that were leaving. They were given Thetacare was their employer and they were moving to Ascension, which was a different um, healthcare facility. They were Thetacare was given the opportunity to give these leaving staff competitive pay and the the cost of uh, the better quality of living that they were being offered and they wanted to give that facility Thetacare a chance mm -hmm. and they said they couldn't they said that the the quick the high cost um, what did they call it they said that the short-term cost of losing the staff was not worth the long-term expense to keep them in all those promises that's what they said and so they're you know then these these people were not under contract they were there for you know they're on their own will and they were allowed to leave it's it's law it's crazy to me. It's crazy. I mean, if I was there and I'm like, you know, maybe for whatever reason, a hospital opens up across the street and it's like they're offering you more money and maybe better hours and um, maybe a different culture that is promising better things, better uh, benefits packages. Why not go? And why not my friend that's working with me go as well? And why not... Uh, several other people. Well, so I was researching this story a little bit and come to find out that um, the lawsuit was dropped by the um, Thetacare, the, the, the hospital that was losing everybody, because they said that there's no point in worrying and, and focusing on these seven people. We need to focus on filling the positions, which is true. Yeah. And um, you, you come to find out even more that um, this Thetacare started, you know, they had said that this Ascension hospital was was um, um, recruiting them. They were trying to do bad practices by underhanding Thetacare. They were, um, then they were saying that, that they were putting, that the Ascension was putting Thetacare at risk and the staff that was leaving was putting the patients at risk that could come in because they're not gonna be able to provide the high quality care that they're known for without the staff there. I mean, and they, know, I mean, they could just stop providing that service if they don't have the staff or could have anything. and they actually didn't they didn't lose any money they didn't have to turn over any patients turn or turn away any patients that came in because it was an interventional radiology department and um so they were basically um stroke patients that would be at higher risk and they didn't they um and you know what they did they hired travel nurses to teach and taught them in a day what they needed to do so that they could maintain the patient care that they were doing. And what, like, and paid them like what, triple or something? Or? Yes. So, so all this to go back in a certain, like, so your current employers are asking you for more money to stay there. You're saying no because of blah, blah, blah. They leave, you throw a fit saying that it's illegal because you're causing the community an issue. Mind you, you can stop those services for a while until you get a, a crew going divert those people over and then hire travel nurses for triple what you were paying your current staff. Uh, I, I just find, find it so crazy. I mean, what, I mean, do they not see, do they, do they think we're that, do they think we're that stupid that we're willing to put up with all this stuff? I mean, what is a simple, I feel like if they took a little bit of time to just say, Hey, you know what? 
let's consider it. Let's give you a little bit of a, of a wage increase. Let's keep you happy. Let's keep our, empl our employees happy because we've been shitted on for so long. Wouldn't that help? What do you think? Well, you think it just makes sense to us. We're not in management though. So I can, I can definitely give that caveat. We don't live in that world where we're looking for cutting costs and all that, you know, um, bottom line things and like how nurses aren't humans. They're just a number and an employee. We don't, I don't think like that. And a lot of us in nursing don't. So we're not in a management position. However, what is really interesting is that they're a comprehensive stroke center and a level two trauma. They know what they offer and it's like they use that against the, the, the community and the nurses almost thinking that because they are bigger and better that they deserve to not have their staff leave until they're ready. And they asked, they, and also the point was they had said they had hoped to stagger them leaving so that they could fill in the gap slowly. But I'm like, why didn't you think about that before they left? Did you not think they were really gonna leave? I mean, seriously. And then Ascension, the actual, the hospital that was offering better pay and better um, better um, life quality was, um, or white work-life balance, they called it, was a level three trauma and they were only a primary stroke center. So it sounds to me like they're trying to build up their staff and their, um, primary department, their IR department, probably because they're going to be in competition. So they were just being pretty um, aggressive and ruthless in the sense that they want to, they want to take over. They, they want to take some of those patients. And they were saying because they hired these staff and they have this availability that even though they're primary care center, they could, they could take care of somebody if they needed to. But this, you know, this, it, so it's all about bottom line. It's all about money and what's best for the hospital. Do these crazy ass moves that to try to benefit themselves, but you know it's it's about the market. I mean, if you're opening up five different stores and you know this store is paying you better than, than all four, why 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 not go over there? You know, you need to meet that competition. You know, you can't just think you're you're the be all end all and think people are going to come to you because you have that. You think you have that. Um, that posture in the community that, you know, you need to, you can't just think people just come here to work here. You, how, what about retention? How are you going to retain your, the people that work for you? You know, eventually if you don't build that culture of retention that you want, that you love, that you want people to be there, pay them bonuses, make them happy, people are going to leave because at the end of the day, they're going to realize that they're just another number. We're in a culture where there isn't a much loyalty anymore. That was prior to COVID. Um, so they, I know that they actually started making nurses sign contracts. If you get special uh, training, if you were new to nursing, they, um, from their employees. So they have, you know, employees have learned that they can go elsewhere. There's never any commitment involved. And they started making people sign contracts. Like I know a lot of nurses would do like a two-year contract if they brought them over from another country or two-year contract if you went through a CCIP program or a two-year contract if you were brand new to nursing and they oriented you and made you like a CN, like a new nurse, a GN nurse to a you know, it's clinical nurse, things like that. So that's how they got people at least to stay two years. It's always these short-term fixes and these short-term solutions. And it's just so frustrating to be seeing it in a COVID pandemic time. And they still don't change. They still don't change. They still don't change. We won't even start talking about the vaccine mandate and all those people that lost their jobs 
after being so dedicated to taking care of sick patients as long as they did. I know, and we're already having a, a shortage. And, and mind you, there, there's we have differing opinions on on vaccines and, and the efficacy of them. I, you know, but just the fact that they were yeah, just the fact that you weren't given the choice and they were taking your livelihood away after all that you worked through, after everything that you put up with to you know help the people help the patients because nurses still have the patient's best interest in heart most of the time every time i talk to them and the only one to me they're the only ones i do the families and the nurses you know ancillary staff they, they care but personally speaking i mean i, I mean I, I i personally think that everybody should be vaccinated um would i force it on them that's a no no but i think after looking well, at, after looking at all the research and everything, I mean, I'm vaccinated, and I just think it's the it's the wise thing to do. But again, it's it's forcing that. Well, we're um, not talking about. <laughs> we're not even going down that rabbit hole today. However, it is is it is a, just another example of the types of burnout nurses are experiencing when it comes to what they've been going through the past two years, financially. Um, the compensation, the non-support, um, staffing ratios. Being, PPE is actually you, you just feel you feel like nobody's looking out after you. You just feel like you're you're out there by yourself. I mean, you can only do so much. You're mm -hmm. you're overworked and some. And you know, and I feel like it's this old school mental corporate corporate mentality. Like they think that things are gonna run the way they always run because that's how it's always gonna be. But people people are are are, are wising up. They, they, they're not going to be these the same people that they've always been. Like, oh, yeah, I'll work here and be loyal regardless of what they do. People have options now. The market's incredibly diverse. You can go to any different hospital. Um, you can travel. You have so many different options and people that are willing to pay more and, and, and treat you better. So, you know, if you're stuck right now and figuring out what am I doing here, um, just know you have options, even if you feel stuck, you know, you could take some time, like a day or two, to just think about what, where you see yourself and then go from there. You know, you could be burned out from nursing and, and, and maybe you can get out, get out of the bedside or you can, um, say, if you're going to stay at the bedside, might as well get paid double or triple and go, and you know, go travel while you're doing it. So there's, there's a lot of options. And again, just going back to the old school mentality of, of corporate, if I feel like if things, things are not going to change. And if they continue the same way, they're going to keep on seeing turnovers like this. I mean, with these pandemics, they need they need to rethink what they're doing because clearly it's in front of us that people are leaving. And I don't know if they're actually saying that some of the reasons are because they don't feel supported or they're overworked. And, you know, I, I just, it needs, it need, there needs to be like a, a, a different mindset from the top down. They are saying, they are saying, they're exit interviews, they are saying they're not supported and they're burnt out and they can't do it anymore. They don't feel supported and they feel like their health or their family's at jeopardy. I mean, that's what they're saying. Um, it just, I never really understood it before this year how you can feel a certain way and like how unimportant you are to those who are running who are running the hospital. They, I mean, they, 
it's so silly, but the other day we were told that there's a part, there was a parking lot that was expanded and the staff would be work would park there. And there was maybe 50 spots, 60. And we have a parking problem as it is. And then we've got buses that bring you in when you come in at seven because it fills up so fast. I luckily get to get there at five o'clock in the morning. So there's always a spot open, but it was just a simple thing that they took that away for visitor parking, which I understand you need visitor parking, but they also have a valet service and all entrances of the hospital that, that is a free service. So these valets are doing the are doing the visitor parking. So they have visitor, they have valets, all the parking around the hospital is for visitor parking. And then we have to walk in the dark, in the rain, or if the buses, they stop the buses and they don't start until six. So if I was to get there at five and I needed to park way the hell out there, I wouldn't be able to. They they don't even care where you park. We pay full price at the cafeteria. They are, they, you know, don't offer, there's, there's so little benefit to being there other than just getting your, getting your paycheck and you work well with your, with your friends. I know how to, I know how to fix this, these issues and uh, the morale at the hospital just 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 give us another pizza party <laughs> and we'll be fine <laughs> you know what they don't even let us pick the pizza they just bring it give us some pizza and we'll be good what are we like fucking <laughs> animal <laughs> we're like dogs just give us food and we'll be happy it's crazy i never felt, I never felt so insignificant <laughs> until recently and i'm frustrated i'm just i'm verbalizing frustration because yeah we're all frustrated you see it and you just, we're just venting so absolutely so yeah in, so insignificant and you rely on your co-workers and your and your immediate manager yeah. to help you feel better yeah. the patients who are grateful for your care that helps but it doesn't pay the bills you know but Luckily, we live within and I don't have student loans, but I just I just feel like there's a bigger problem coming. And if we were to have another pandemic, a totally different one, it would ruin healthcare. Probably. I know I know I don't know if I could handle it. And I'm and I'm, you know, not even in bedside nursing as much. I'm more surgical services. So you're allowed to feel frustrated and you you're allowed to vent. There's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to feel frustrated and you're allowed to vent and you're allowed to say what's on your mind. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are frustrated and a lot of people are venting and you hear it. I don't know if anybody's actually really happy right now in healthcare. I, I can't think of one person unless they live in a bubble. Maybe a brand new nurse who finally passed her board. Maybe a brand like, new nurse. Yeah. 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 But she knows what she's getting into yeah. or he. They know what they're getting into. Yeah. But they're willing to try presenting. And we don't want to live in a bubble and say, hey, you know, it's all about attitude because it is about, yeah, it is about attitude. How do you, how you, but at the same time, there's a reality to what's going on. Yeah, there's a reality that you can't ignore and be a whipping post to people because they will continue to whip you and use you until you wisen up. And it's okay if it works out for you. We all, sometimes it's okay. We like, I stay late because I know that I'm getting a little extra money, but there, I'm also helping my staff. My manager, I might've clocked out and then someone says, oh, I need him help. I don't do that often. I'm just saying it's, 
it's not that it's not that it's bad or good to to be taken advantage of sometimes, especially if it's a favor or you feel like in your heart is what you need to do. However, there comes a point where you can say no and they should never make you feel like you have to do something you don't want to do. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the staffing and the floors, Jesus, just an extra couple of nurses might this might help. Just even having them as resources, not even taking assignments, just being there to just uh Give, give breaks, breaks, give meds, let you chart, answer call bells because you don't want to get up anymore in the next hour because you have to sit and chart. But is it ever, ever going to be like that? I mean, I don't know. I've been nursing for about 13 years. It's never been, <laughs> it's, uh, it's never been like that. People are, they're always California, cutting. California, you're the one that told me about checking it out and California made it happen. I mean, that's oh yeah, California. They're not crippled. And they're the ones paying up their... I don't hear anybody complaining about working in California. Mm -hmm. At least travelers, I don't hear... I hear it's... From people who've traveled around the country, I, they have told me that the best place to work is in California. And they're the only state that has mandated uh, patient staffing ratio, ratios. Staffing ratios. Now... Massachusetts tried, but they failed. I mean, is it overall good... Long term for the uh, nurses' mental health, probably yeah. And will that help nurses stay longer in their field and in the career? Probably yeah. Uh, I don't. We don't have any studies or data on that to show you, but it just makes sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So, just some venting going on this 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 episode. We're from heroes to zeros and. You know, nobody's clapping for us anymore. <laughs> we're just coming home. We're just coming home crying. <laughs> I feel like taking that stupid sign out and just throwing it one day. I mean, we're just venting. And again, you're allowed to vent. And and I think the people are really feeling it as a staff. And I feel bad for 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 management for management. And I'm talking about management that can't really control things because of the people on top of them because they can't do anything about it and they see it happening as well. So it just sucks for everyone um really the only people that are going to be able to change it is the people that are on top top that deal with finance and can say you know what Let, let's not shortchange safety let's not shortchange patient outcomes for the sake of uh, of profits and stuff like that yeah probably i think if i think if people really if i think if the community not just the medical community but people around the country realize what's going on in the hospitals right now I think, I I think it'd be a big eye opener because nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about what's happening right now. Um, just 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 the people within the community, you know. Right now, what the big news are is what Ukraine, Russia, and uh, the stocks stocks going down, and um, Biden with the hot mic. I haven't seen anything about short staffing okay. yeah our nurses okay short staffing i'm sure some nurses have ptsd right now and have mental issues um poor mental issues so again take this time to really look into your career and see if this is what you want to do long term because this can be an ongoing thing and with the nurses more nurses leaving um consider that and and if you want to be a nurse and if you want to go to school and do all these things also consider that as well because you're going to need a lot of a lot of courage and a lot of heart to be to be a nurse in these times
I just like reiterate, we're just venting. Um, noticed such a difference in the way I'm perceiving the way things are going. I've always been pretty optimistic. I've been pretty positive. I've always had a better, um, not always. I, there's sometimes that I'm crabby, but you know, for the most part, I've loved nursing. Aaron and I used to talk about how, you know, what our jobs would be. And he's, he was interested in so many different things. And he's like, you know, what are you interested in for a job? And I go, honestly, I've always loved being a nurse, always. And it's just been the past few years that it's been a struggle to find my passion and my love of it again. And I, I just feel like starting this podcast helped help us verbalize what we love about it, what we've learned about it, what we've, um, what we continue to um, work on, what we can share with other people. And then it's helped me um, figure out what direction and where I want to go next in um, nursing. So I hope you guys keep listening to us because I think the journey is going to be fun. Yep. Time to clock out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button and subscribe. Stat. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Becoming a Better Nurse. Until next time.